Hello and welcome to another episode of the Impact Team podcast. My name is Chris Creason. I'm Head of Client Partnerships at the Impact Team. And I'm here with Joe Wilkes, our COO. Hello. And Dave O'Shea, who's our delivery lead. Hello. Hello to you both. We've come together on this particular occasion to talk about one of the offerings that we provide to our clients that is popular, uh, but is not necessarily uh, as easy to define or to put in its own little box as some of the other uh, consulting work that we do. Much of what uh, we we deliver, as you'll have heard in, in other Impact Team podcasts, and if you're aware of us from our work we've done with you or, or from our website, it, it's discreet. You know, we, we pick up a piece of work, we, we bring our expertise in digital transformation to that piece of work, complete the piece of work, and then we move on to, uh, to the next engagement. But a great deal of what uh, our clients buy from us is uh, based in the expertise of the people that we have available to us in, in our firm. Some people call it staff augmentation. Uh, I guess we kind of view it really just as a as an extension of our of our consulting capabilities. But but Joe, you've you've worked uh, in and around this topic for a long time. It, what typically are the circumstances that our clients find them in, um, such that this offering is of particular interest or benefit to them? There can be a number of business circumstances sitting behind the need to, to augment your um, IT teams. Um, but typically what, we, what, what, what um, triggers the, the need for us to be engaged would be um, if a large organization w- was developing their, their app or their, or, the, or their product and they felt that, um, that um, they needed some particular features developed particularly rapidly in order to exploit uh, some business advantage. Um, so if, you, if you're able to hire and bring in the skill sets that, that are required um, rapidly, you're going to have a, you know, a much faster time to market uh, for your feature or for your app um, or your product. Um, it, it might be that, that, that the requirement's been triggered by a competitor stealing you know, a march on a particular uh, sector of the market and having specific capability that has large appeal. Uh, and there, there's a feeling at board level that they need to get uh, parity with that um, specific um, skill set as well to, to even the playing field, to bring their their app, you know, up to, up to the levels of the competition. So that's that's one set of circumstances. You know, equally, the regulator can can also um, give circumstances that you might need to rapidly deploy um, development pods to 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 enhance your software. So if you if you're um, likely to um, uh, be to incur a significant financial penalty or maybe rep- reputational damage by not meeting a specific um, um, new regulation that by a specific date that it could have been a more challenging project than initially uh, first considered that can often happen you know the first take is we've got it covered but on closer examination actually this there's more to this there's quite a lot more to this than we initially thought 
but the obligation and the deadlines are all still there in place, that can also trigger a need uh, to augment your your existing teams and bring in people that have the required skill sets, you know, and the required business knowledge to, to you know to effectively um, make a, a, a meaningful contribution um, to developing you, uh, the systems that you require or the product that you require. I was going to say, I think time constraints is one of the key issues because what you have in these uh, organizations is teams that are doing their kind of business as usual roles. They don't have time to pick up more work or teach um, other people the skills needed to make these changes, uh, speed up development, things like that. And where stock augmentation really comes into to play there is bringing these highly skilled individuals into the fold who can hit the ground running and help these teams develop grow whatever the the need may be at pace instead of having to you know start from scratch with uh, current members of the team giving them new responsibilities um, increasing their workload beyond what is kind of reasonable um, to get these things done in time whereas we can offer that that kind of service in a, in a in a timely manner to to not slow anything down and and yeah like, as i said have consultants that hit in the ground running so let's explore that a little bit further. Uh, you know, obviously, the, the offering from our firm covers technical expertise, deep understanding and, and experience in delivery, agile working methods, and to some degree also, of course, a business transformation perspective as well. It feels that there's sort of two significant drivers that we're seeing. You know, Joe, from, from your perspective, it feels like there's more of a strategic drive from, from business need to be able to have impactful and a delivery at pace that is driving a certain set of requirements. But Dave, from your view, from a delivery perspective, perhaps also more that yeah, there's equally just a, a practicality about why it's beneficial for the organization to engage an organization such as ours, rather than to find themselves either sort of stuck and not progressing with a strategic desire to develop a certain capability uh, or finding that they that they're able to do so but in a in a way that doesn't deliver the uh, outcomes as quickly as they would like i think there's always the board's desire to run you know as lean an operation uh, as they practically can you know and also with with technology developing and evolving at such a rapid pace there's an ever-growing demand on an organization to upskill and train and further develop the, the individuals that they have with the, with the, with the technical requirements that, uh, that are required to go to the next level. So our offering is certainly central to that. You know, we're able to find individuals within a four to six week period to onboard those individuals into your organization in line with your business processes, in line with your security requirements. Are there specific aspects um, of of how we do that that really speak to and, and help someone who has a problem to solve? Let's imagine I've been appointed head of digital for a mid-sized insurer and I've got a delivery that I've said that I will secure for um, for the board in order that they can tap into a particular market. It feels to me that the fixes that this brings are around things like niche expertise, 
around the ability to get someone in the door quickly um, to deliver flexibility that I might not have from a permanent employment perspective for my own firm around my budgets and around HR processes. I want to be able to turn it off and turn it on in such a way that I can easily change the makeup of my team. Is is it those things that are going to help me to deliver the thing that I'm currently struggling to see an outc- a positive outcome for in, in, in time with my leadership's expectation. Yeah, it's certainly all of those. The other point I'd like to emphasize is that going hand in hand with the business domain and understanding you require technical uh, skill set. You'll also need uh, to bring people into your organization that are, that are a fit with your culture. Uh, from a company that understands um, your business processes, uh, your HR requirements, the sorts of um, individuals that would be delivered would be um, provided in line with, you know, your, your company's requirements to be on site, the security requirements of your organization. And people could be brought up to speed with those in-house standards uh, in a very timely manner. Perhaps a useful thing would be to understand the sorts of capabilities we've delivered as an organization and for what reasons for perhaps a a particular client. If there's one that springs to mind that would demonstrate perhaps delivering against a a variety of those different benefits that we've talked about up to now, I think that would be helpful to explain what it looks like in practice, if you like. Yeah, I mean, certainly for, you know, one of the leading UK uh, retail banking organizations and mortgage providers, we have provided, uh, you know, a range of staff augmentation services. So it could be that they're looking to put together a mobile development pod and and would require, you know, a mix of iOS and Android developers, uh, Scrum Master skills, um, some testing skills, uh, and maybe some um, agile sort of business analysis um, skills. Um, dedicated to, to being in a single pod. Uh, and then they will, uh, as the organization, um, deliver feature by feature uh, the requirements that they have into that pod. And we'll put together that spread of skill sets um, that are required for a development pod to be um, completed or to, to be effective. They, they might have a, a need for a systems to be moved onto the cloud. And there they would might need um, a mix of DevOps, continuous integration, cloud uh, sort of SME consulting skills, um, and a specific need for certain systems to be moved uh, in line with the, the organization's standards, you know, and, um, and their previous cloud programs. We would provide a team um, to undertake those sorts of assignments. Equally, they have a large dependency still on legacy We've provided, you know, large teams of people with, you know, hard to source legacy skills for our ongoing requirements uh, to keep um, the critical um, infrastructure going on on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, freeing up their own um, permanent staff to to get more involved in the digital transformation programs that they're um, that they're undertaking. So that's interesting. I think you know, a thing that we hadn't really come out from the previous set of comments that we've made, I think comes out from that. You're also helping the business to, you know, to align with its own human capital strategy and ensure that you know, their own people, their own employees are engaged and motivated 
in their own career paths without having to be perhaps distracted or pulled off in different directions to to fix old problems or shorter term problems. Yeah, I think you find a lot of times in these organizations, no, no one's sitting around with a lot of time on their hands when they're trying to get a team together to to build an app or improve an app. And the kind of skill sets you need for these these projects aren't just waiting for their next role. They have to be found, and that takes time. Knowing knowing who to who to talk to and who would be a good fit for the team, as Joe said, fitting that company culture as well takes takes a vast amount of time. And for someone to step away from their day job and kind of look to to doing that would. would put a huge break in, in their day-to-day work and stuff like that. So if they can come to an organization like ours and have these teams kind of pre-built for them, ready to ready to assist in, in whatever projects needed, it takes a, a huge weight off their mind. It allows the business to not kind of drop any of the goals it's got currently and progress to pick up and, and meet new targets and everything like that. And w- without that, if the, if the kind of current teams had to pick up all of that work they'd find delays across multiple projects and it would really cause you know a lot of issues so it sounds to me in my my role that i've been assigned to as head of digital delivery for this mid-size insurer um i could come to a firm like the impact team for a single individual to as a as a, as a problem fixer or you know a specific piece of technical expertise that i don't have available but i could also come to you and say, I'd like a cross-functional team. Yeah, very much. That's a typical um, requirement that we'll, we'll deliver against. Putting, you know, it can be, of course, you know, the automation, automation testing function um, for a particular um, a program of work. Equally, it can be a, a, a mixed uh, skill set you know, you know, that you may require um, to get your, your app uh, developed each business need is very different and the idea that we can take skills um, find skill sets from organizations who had already gone through the process and just bolt one person in or we could easily build a team to deliver something entirely new and then those skill sets would be able to transfer to other organizations as well using that knowledge that they've gained and kind of grow this network of individual individuals who can work together and singularly to to kind of deploy and and develop different things so chris you know you're head of um director of our client partnerships so what is it about the impact team that you would say that that our clients find so valuable obviously we we seek feedback from our clients all the time in terms of you know our our ongoing uh, discussions with them and building our our long-term relationships with them and of course you know we we have to tick the hygiene boxes of of what the basics of the service are about, right? So, so clearly they're happy with uh, the expertise that we can provide, uh, with the flexibility, uh, and we do get good comments about speed and efficiency as well as, as well as quality. They like the fact that they're getting a service which is agile with a small A, and it can be turned on and off. But I think um, much more than that, what they give to us in terms of feedback is much more about how the impact team engages with those individuals that join the firm and get assigned to client projects. What I hear from clients is that you know, they get more than just a body. They get, they get added value beyond you know, the fact that there's an expert doing a job between the hours of nine and five, Monday through Friday. I think what they see uh, is 
the fact that when those people join the impact team or if they're already part of the impact team, they're not a standalone resource. They're a person with expertise who also has access to other people with expertise. Yeah. The people that come into the firm uh, fall into a into a tribe by default, you know, whatever it is that they are generically expert expert in, whether it's in software engineering or in agile delivery or in business transformation. They're approaching the client engagement not just with a I'll understand the requirement and deliver against that in a transactional way. They're also going back to their colleagues and in the, in the internal network in the impact team to seek advice to work through. Uh, problem solutions uh, to understand how others have dealt with a, a certain issue, whether it's technical or, or delivery related, and bringing that knowledge uh, into the client engagement. I think it, it's that that is most impactful in terms of the um, and pleasing about the, the the feedback that we get from our clients. So staff augmentation from a client perspective seems very compelling for the individual, for the person um, undertaking the work, joining the impact team as a permanent member of staff. What would you say the, the advantages to, to that individual are? Well, obviously, there's there's kind of a whole a wide range of uh, reasons that, that they would be interested in, in the way that we work. Uh, as Chris mentioned, the, the tribes and the communities is a big one having a sounding board for you know any issues or wanting to learn more is always a, a a really compelling element to have in your role outside of the outside of the client as well getting to tap into experience from other clients other areas and uh, have that resource there to to back you up in the more kind of tricky and difficult deliveries that we work on is is always good also, there is the aspect that when a developer, for example, joins one client, they will be working on the same projects, the same work a lot of the time. Joining the impact team would allow them to work on multiple different projects, multiple different clients across the board, basically. They'd start off uh, in banking, for example, uh, work their way around different areas of that. Then they could move over to an insurer, like Chris mentioned. Really, they're, they're, they're not limited in where their experience can grow and develop. I think the other thing that's that's important to accentuate is for us, you know, is that the IT, uh, the provision of IT services is our, is very front of our business. It's it's our, it's it's core to our business. It's not a support function. It's not operational. It is the business that we are in. So that that brings with it, um, of course, you know, uh, uh, a focus on those individuals, uh, an importance of those individuals, because they're key to, to to what we do as an organization. And those individuals are, are, are vital to us and valued by us, not as people provide, providing a good support function, but the people that are driving revenues of the organization, driving the stri- strategic direction of the organization, uh, and providing us with, with our core offering. I can think of, of examples just in the last couple of months where the other thing that people have found working with us and working with our clients is that there's been the opportunity to, to pivot to something new. Perhaps not you know, completely change direction, but to slightly impact the direction of their career in a certain, in a certain way. Some engineers really enjoy being an engineer and want to be an engineer forever. And that's, that's what they like. And that's what gives them fulfillment in their career. Others 
want to become a technical lead or maybe want to make the switch into architecture. And I think you know, one of the things that you, you can achieve, perhaps given the greater fluidity of what we do, is to make those sorts of changes if you're if you're working with the impact team and and with our with our clients with the variety of challenges that they present us. Joe, uh, Dave, thank you both for your for your time today. I think it's been really useful to um, to get both of your inputs into what is a core part of our business at the impact team. I hope those listening have found it helpful as well to get a detailed view of the capabilities that we offer around this space. Uh, if you are listening and are looking for an organization to partner with, then please direct your browser to uh, theimpact.team where you'll be able to find a way to get in touch with us directly. Thanks very much.